Hello, everybody. Wow, I know we just released an episode recently. Well, like a few hours ago. Well, I had computer problems, and uh, I lost the second half of the episode, and we met up again to record it. Well, digitally met up again. People just had to be available. But uh, yeah, half an hour after I tried to export the file, it crashed, and terrible stuff happened. There is no God. Uh, But yeah, here is the rest of that episode with Testa from Jab. Uh, Again, they just released Casualty of Reality. Jab. Jab, L-I-H-C dot Bandcamp dot com. Here's a bonus. Love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Here we are talking about Will possibly going to the ER again because his mom called the cops and the ambulance on him. Uh, here we go. Yeah, Will, what was that? Like uh, time number 18 that you got caught drinking by your parents? Uh, My dad never caught me drinking, but that's because he wasn't around. No, I'm just... I'm just that's true, but I'm not mad Sad. about that. <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't like, like, my dad leaving all that shit, like, it didn't super affect me, but, like, I would drink just because I was a teenager and trying to get in trouble and be an idiot. You know what I mean? Hey, like, hey yeah, that's what kids do. Exactly. You know? But it was a great excuse. Oh, my God. Well, my well, dad, uh... Well, you're drunk. Why? My dad doesn't love me. Like it was. Ah, uh, we gotta cut him slack. What uh? What about you, Testo? Like, did you grow up drinking or anything? Honestly, like my friends and I were. It's it's so just funny to like picture my friends the way they are now and like us back then because back then the majority of us were straight edge, even though like I wouldn't technically call high school kids straight edge because they're technically just following the law. Yeah, but no, we, that, uh, that was a bunch of my friends. Yeah, we, uh, it's so funny is that we were all, like, wouldn't drink and everything like that. And I think, like, one of us started drinking. And then immediately after that, like, we all started drinking. And I remember the first time that I got drunk, my friends came over, like, you know, Sigs, Tito, uh, Nabs was there, too. We all, like, went to... Tito's house and like we were like drinking beers on the way and just leaving them in the street and that night the Tito's brother was having like a kegger and so I drank like from the keg and I had like a bunch of beers and I think I just ended up just going to Tito's basement stealing a jar of peanut butter from the kitchen just eating the entire jar of peanut butter by myself in his <laughs> basement that's disgusting <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty putrid that's like my, my that's when I knew man that's when I knew my life was gonna head down the drain <laughs> But instead of That's peanut butter, you get... I listen to punk music. Oh, yeah. But then also instead of peanut butter, you just get dominoes at four in the morning like a piece of shit. Hey, man, that's growing up. Yeah, that's that's life. It's growing up. That's life. Exactly. Uh, so the new album, uh, you, you guys didn't get to play a show on the release day because of COVID, obviously, right? Yeah, it was funny. We were trying to uh, figure out a date for like the longest time, and then we finally had a date selected, and um, we were starting to reach out uh, to a couple bands that we wanted to play, and then 
you know, um, all this happened, you know, it's kind of been postponed. Uh, it's, it's good and bad, I guess, in a sense. I wouldn't what? recommend, like, someone, at least, what were you saying? No, no, like, uh, my idea is right now, it gives everyone time to digest what just came out. Like, I, I've been able to listen to it and actually listen to it. Like, yeah. Because I have time right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it's about. Like, you just have so much time. Even if you are working, you still have time because it's not like you could do anything else. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people are just releasing singles right now. Yeah. Because... Um, just to, like, stay relevant. Just, yeah, just, like, put music out with us. Um, I guess you kind of see it as the eye of the beholder. You could either see it as like, you know, people will have, um, you know, time to digest it. And then once we play a first show back, it'll be, you know, crazy. Or like people who listen to that kind of music have like the attention span of a goldfish. So they like just will consume and then immediately just spit it out and then go to the next thing. And our like concern is, um, you know, if it's too long, people will forget it, but not really forget it, but it won't be as, uh, as impactful as it would is if we you know play the show two weeks after the release but that's just my paranoia but um you know man it goes for like all of us too you know like what do what like the future holds for you know this kind of music and as far as the venues go yeah no that that's gonna be the issue that i was thinking of like everyone's like oh i can't wait to play shows again and it's like i don't know what venues are going to be around yeah, or like, like that's that's you know, the sad reality. Know. And like, who will be yeah. able to play shows? But the demand will eventually be there, and then people will want to go to shows and play, like play shows. Like the demand yeah, for shows exactly. and going to concerts will never go away. So even yeah. if venues close, the possibilities of other things opening is still going to be there. You know, venues close all the time. Hammerstein closed, right? I don't even know what closes. Like, all these crazy city venues close and then potentially reopen. Yeah, no, I, I could see that. But, like, it's going to be a weird waiting period because, like, I don't know. There, there's so many different situations. But uh, I guess to not talk about dark and gloomy... Uh, I actually listened to the EP. It's an EP, right? You consider that an EP? Yeah, I would consider it an EP, yeah. All right. Um, I, I only ask because you could even say that's a full length. The Nine Inch Nails argument. Yeah. It, well, what's their argument exactly? Uh, They released an eight-song EP, I believe, or seven, and then released a mm-hmm. six-song album. And fans were like what's the difference but it i think they're just making fun of the fact that there's eps and lps extended play oh, yeah, long play whatever but yeah, uh he was all about just putting it yeah uh but yeah no i i actually really love the album uh yeah i'm super solid thanks guys the appreciate production it. We appreciate it thank you where uh where'd you guys go to record that we actually had uh, Chris uh, recorded. He. Uh, what's that... funny is it took us like a year and a half to finish it. Oh really? Yeah, we uh, Chris recorded drums in like 2018, I think December. And um, oh wow! I tracked the guitar, and uh, I actually did several takes because um, we weren't really happy with it. And that took like about six months. 
and then we uh, did vocals and took about a year and a half or so. It took a lot longer than we had anticipated, but since, you know, since we all work full time and everything, that's kind of hard to uh, find time to go in the studio. So, we, you know, we would do weekends here and there. And, you know, Chris was recording a lot of other bands too. And he, you know, since he was doing it for free for us, you know, since, you know, he's in the band, of course, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, um, you know, on times when he was available, like we would record it. And, you know, Chris, Chris does the amazing job with you know, everything that he touches. He put out like so many, so many good demos and records in the last like couple of years or so with that studio. Yeah. I think I know. Like, it out, it's called, uh, mm-hmm. I think I know like six records that came out this year alone from shell shock, right? Yeah. I was going to plug it. Yeah. Shell shock. I think, uh, let me pull that. Let me see if I can find their Instagram. Definitely, yeah. Uh, like it's funny because he does so much work, and uh, like every show I go to, I'm like, he plays drums in this band too. Like, it'll... yeah, he's he's awesome, man. He uh, he's he's a very talented guy. We're like extremely happy to have him on board. Like the brief history of us too is um, Vin actually kind of hooked all of us up together. Um, I was looking for a drummer, and um, Vin said, "Oh, I know uh, this guy, uh, Chris." He plays in, uh, uh, I forgot what bands he was playing. You know, he was in Read the Tongues, or I think it was Nightcrawl at the time. Okay. And, uh, Vin, yeah, Vin gave me his information, and um, I hooked up with Chris, and he's like, yeah, I'm down to, you know, uh, demo out the drums for you for the demo. And we were practicing, he was recording, and he decided, like, while he was recording, like, he said, like, you know, I'm going to stick around. I know I said I was just going to, you know, be your session drum, but I kind of want to see where this takes us. And then, um, Spataro, you know, I've known Spataro and Ron for like a long time too. And I, you know, Spataro and I agreed that we'd be in the band together. So, and then he came along too. And then uh, the three of us kind of did the whole demo together. And then once we released it, we um, X Ron and then I X uh, Tom to play. Yeah. that That's, that's awesome because like you guys... The only outsider was Chris, basically, right? Like, you met him through Vin or knew of each other. Because it's always awkward. Like, uh, like I joined a band where I knew no one except for one member of that band. I, I joined Thracian just knowing our drummer, Joe. And I was like, oh, I'll just connect with him. And, like, everyone else was awkward because I had no connection with them. And then yeah, when yeah, I decided yeah. I wanted to join was because we all connected and I was able to talk to everyone individually. So that that's awesome. You got over that awkward stage real quick. Yeah, honestly, Chris is like such a personable guy. Like there was, there was never like any point where we were, you know, awkward to each other or had anything to say. Like we just met and we were like, oh, let's, uh, let's jam. And we just jammed and just, you know, Chris and I have, uh, I, I think we work well together. I couldn't be happy. We couldn't be happy, you know. It sounds like it. It definitely shows in the music. Like, it sounds like you guys have been a band together for like twenty years. Like, (laughs) I was like, wow, this fits so perfectly. And honestly, your record's a great workout record. I went running around, like my town for a little bit today, just trying to get it in. But it's not the same as going to a gym. But I feel like I could lift the world listening to that shit. So that's a compliment for me. And you're a strong guy, so I appreciate that. Dude, strong guy with weak shoulders. Man. We got to do those arm presses, bro. 
Arnold presses all day, I guess, until you die. Oh, you gotta do it. Though. They're tops until you die. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's your favorite song off the release right now? Uh, that one. Um, like I what's know. What's funny is we. Yeah, what, what were you saying? We. It's funny is we like we thought the B side of the record was gonna be the like hardest hitting that people would like like the most, but the first few songs too are the ones that people like the most. So like, we totally didn't expect that. Oh really? That that's awesome. Yeah. Because the opener, the, the, the opener is a kick right in the dick right away. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, that one's that's probably one of my favorite ones. Definitely, it's just a fun song to play. But I would say my favorite's awesome. Maybe the last song. ATW. Yeah, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh. Yeah, I like how like casual, casual, yeah, casualty of reality. If I can talk. That one, like, mm. shit, what is it? It's like a dive that you do. Then it comes oh. back again in ATW. I was like, oh, shit, this is the money riff. <laughs> yeah, that that's... It, we kind of didn't, like, plan that out originally, but it, it's, it's just fine when you're in the studio, you know, you know, all of us being in, you know, bands. But I think the worst part of being in a band is recording music. But um, yeah. you find, like, this, like just random things that happen to like you do in the studio and they just you just love it you know yeah like, they, you'd like have a vocal part that you just did like at, like out of the blue and it just like completely makes a song you know yeah like when it's unplanned and it just happens naturally it, a thousand of those happened on the last thration release and i was like really nervous i was like oh fuck how am i gonna pull this off do i like this i haven't had time to sit with it i don't know if i like it but then yeah, it yeah. Then people go, oh, this is my favorite part, blah blah blah. But yeah, that yeah, it makes it's a good feeling, right? Yeah, have uh, so I know again, you guys didn't get to play a show for this release yet, but have you been playing any of these live, these songs? We played the the first one and the fourth one, um, those wow. ones that we were playing live before. Oh, yeah. wound up and severed. Yes, that's the one. Okay. I think that one's your favorite one, right? Severed is definitely my favorite, but then listening back, ATW, right? That's a, yeah, ATW, with the dive going in. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's. I can't wait to play those songs live. For sure, we're all like dying to play. You know. Yeah, it, it's gonna be sick. I'm excited. I think I'm more excited for my friends' bands than any like major major acts like i want to go see oh, faith yeah, no more absolutely. but i don't care as much as the local scene oh yeah man this is like this is when when everything's said and done and the smoke clears this is like the time to support your friends and your scene you know yeah 100 uh, i don't know it's, it's important that you keep that that flame going you know yeah, it's it's a tough time. A lot of people are kind of frustrated. Probably thinking about hanging it up, but I don't know. Everyone's just got to keep their head up and keep pushing. Definitely support your local artist. It it's tough. For your local business too, dogs. Well, or y- yeah. anything that's not fucking Amazon, because everybody's giving Amazon fucking money right now. Yeah, he's. About I'm guilty to- of that too. I'm 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 trying. I like. I- 
I'm guilty of doing that too, just because, and I, I'm aware that it's because of the convenience factor. And I know it's not a good company. I'm really doing my best just to put that on hold. Yeah, and everyone, like, unfortunately, everyone's scared of going to the grocery, like, the store in general, not just the grocery store, but, like, I mean, do you guys go- order, do you guys order your groceries online? No, I, I have, no. like, set mental days where I go. I normally go Monday nights and then Friday nights. Like, that's when I'll go. People who order, people who order groceries online have village house. It's just like, come on. Come on. Uh, I'm kind of for it just because then that opens up jobs and like, okay. then it gives, uh, like those pod drivers jobs and like benefits and stuff. I, I heard it's decent, still a shitty job, but whatever, it's a job. But, um, a lot of elderly get that, 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 that I can, I feel like the elderly definitely would be the ones who, uh we need it the most you know yeah or like even my sister-in-law she was pregnant and mm-hmm. then she got spoiled by she was like i'm never going grocery shopping again yeah <laughs> but, but like it's for that it, it's the fees are ridiculous it's just like uber eats oh yeah seamless all that oh, stuff it's crazy mm-hmm. but i mean if you can afford it do it because then it puts more money in other people's pockets but i mean just don't go on amazon that's my ruling right now yeah, I mean, I'm trying to stick with that, too. But at the uh, same time, with fucking open anyway, you know, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, this is more of a question for both of you because I was thinking about this today. Since like we're all excited to have these shows and like our own shows happen, if you were the headliner, like Test, I'm going to ask you first. I know you're probably going to want to sit and think, but if you were the headliner of a show and you can bill three bands below you, like the perfect lineup, your dream lineup, it could be anyone, dead alive, who would be on that, f- on that four-person bill? Well, four-band bill. Um, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say definitely Koyo. I love that band. Yeah. Um they just released an album this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um What band? Yeah. Koyo? This band, uh, Koyo. Koyo. I don't yeah. I've never heard of them. K O Y O. There are a few Yeah, there are a few uh local uh guys are in hardcore bands too. They're um they're young guys that they put out like a uh it's like a mix of like Taking Back Sunday and like this sound majority and like old these like old like not old school but just these older emo bands that just speak for Long Island. And yeah. It's just, yeah, for a band like that, it's, it's extremely important to have a band like that. Um, in any scene, especially, you know, the hardcore scene, because it'll bring out people listen to it and kind of bring in more people. And then that's how people started to get into that kind of music. So that's how I started getting into it. Honestly, I went to see this band fireworks, not to get off the topic. It's really a really quick story. Yeah, no, you, but, um, you got time. I, some of, like across my first hardcore show on accident uh, I went to go see this band Fireworks in Lindenhurst it was like the Moose Lodge in like 2009 okay and um the band, opening band was Incendiary who I've never like heard of before I knew they're like a, you know you know who Incendiary is uh, yeah um, yeah and that was my first time seeing them that was like in 2009 and like I'd never heard anything like that before and you know I immediately like 
took note of that. And then after that title fight, I played second. Holy shit. And yeah, that was a crazy show. It was like 2009 <laughs> and I saw a title fight and like, you know, I saw those two bands and then that's what happens is you, these like two bands that you see on accident, you check them out and then you listen to them and you just consume their music over and over again. Then it makes you just dig deeper and deeper. And, um, that's where you kind of find, you know, the bands that like started all like in the nineties, eighties, you kind of like dive into that, like punk or any kind of music like that in that sense. Yeah. So if, if Honestly, I went to that show on accident. If I didn't go, I, you know, I'd be probably a completely different person. Yeah, and uh, be a normie. like Coyo. Yeah, who knows? I was a dude. If I could, if I could kick my ass at age eighteen, nineteen, I would definitely do it. A hundred percent, same. Oh, dude. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be sex. I was, I made, I was made some, did some stupid stuff back then. But I'd probably smoke weed eighteen-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> That's then, what I would. And do. then afterwards. <laughs> That's a, that's a peaceful way to go about it. But for me, I would just find me and I would just put throw him against a brick wall and just kick his ass. You, but, um, me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like me with my after my hair right now is like crazy. But yeah, it's just um, it's important for bands like that to come around. And uh, you know, I definitely want them to play. I would want uh, this other band, Victory Garden, to play. They're also from Long Island. They're like a uh, like they're. Members include like uh, Backtrack, Hangman, the Smith Brothers in that band, and uh, I would definitely like, I would definitely say those two, and then definitely uh, Neglect, which is um, Long Island band from the like nineties. So yeah, like ninety four, ninety five. Uh, oh, nice. yeah. They would never, yeah, they would never do. They even asked like I think by Joe Hardcore to play this hardcore a couple years ago. I think he offered them like ten k to do a reunion show that year. Uh, they think they declined though. They did one reunion in 2005 at the downtown. Uh, that was way before my time, but, uh, yeah, you know, the, the day if they ever were to come back, it would definitely, uh, people over the world would go. Yeah, no, that's so a say, big uh, band. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah. They, they definitely inspired a lot of people around here too. So, um, I would say, uh, those three, those are like my, uh, both Koyo and, you know, Victor are like my two, some of my like favorite bands that are around the island right now and, you know, neglect. That's, That's awesome. Uh, my answer. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I accept it. That's a great answer. Um, Do you have anything to plug as we make our way out of here? I believe we did an hour. An hour? Yes. Um, you know, I just want to plug, I'll plug the Shellshock audio if anyone, uh, wants to know it's um instagram shellshock audio uh underscore uh new york um the uh jab page and also um there's a guy that a lot of people will a lot of us know named uh steve brady yeah um yeah he's um he's got sarcoma cancer and right now he's on a respirator so his uh family started a uh, gofundme for him so i just want to plug that in too for anyone who would care to donate um to go find me it's uh support steven in this fight with sarcoma cancer um yeah I've known I'll, uh, for a long time i'll add a link i'll uh add a link on the podcast page or whatever yeah that'd be that'd be awesome yeah i've known him for a long time he's always been like a super kind guy to me yeah no um it, it's funny because i i've only really gotten closer with him this year but i've known him forever somehow like will uh 
Will Singer Grambo. Fucking, I've known Grambo yeah. since kindergarten. And, like, I've known Steve through Grambo for so long, and I didn't even realize it. And it's just, it's crazy. It sucks, but, I mean, everything's looking up. I just saw a post recently just trying to stay positive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, yeah, our thoughts are with Steve. Shit sucks, but he'll he'll fight it. But, yeah, I'll put a link to yeah. that. Um, What about Jab? Like, can we... F- what are the socials for Jab? Oh, yeah. If you, if you uh, Instagram, Twitter, handle Jab LHC, uh, jablhc.bandcamp.com. Uh, if you want to find us on Spotify, Apple Music, you can go to uh, just search Casualty Reality. Uh, and that'll bring us up. Awesome. Um, I want to hear... I want to hear what I will has to say to you too. I want to hear your top four, Bill, and then uh, you know you'll take it from there. Right. Yeah, because Anthony was like, "Oh, this question's for the both of you," but you know, oh, I didn't wow. get the fucking Will's answer. Just because... Watch out, well, Will's you're, mad. You know why? Because the Posey's answer is gonna be, uh, I don't know, probably like Hell Yeah, Pantera, Nine Inch Nails, and fucking Mudvayne, and that's it. Done. That's not, that's not, e- that's not even one of my bands. <laughs> oh, I gotta. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta, we gotta hear it now. Oh, mine? Um, well, let's let's do Will's first. Yeah, I don't know because like all the music I listen to now is like not even anything to what I play like. Like I've been oh, listening. Oh, Will, I mean the you listen, you like the Japanese house, right? Obsessed. I love the Japanese house, dude. I have every record on vinyl. I have two sweatshirts, t-shirt. I'm obsessed. Oh, dude, she's she's great. I I love that band. That's the only band I want to see. Oh, it's amazing. I've seen her twice. Yeah, yeah, they're they're such a talented man. The first, awesome. it's just her. It's just Amber, and she writes a lot of music yeah. for uh, the 1975. Also, oh, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she writes a lot of their music. Um, so let's just I say Japanese her. house opens. Oh, no, I wouldn't have. I don't know because I I'd want to play with like heavy bands. Uh, so I mean, like I love the Faceless. Like they're definitely one of my favorite metal bands. But like I'm trying to think of what would fit more of our bill. Like what we would play with. No, no, no. Like, it's it's completely masturbatory. Like not like you pick what you want. Like I would have the band that I most want to see open. Because if we're being real, okay. So first mine, a hundred percent Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I, I want to play with Nine Inch Nails. They open yeah, so that I can see the whole show. Then second band, Mudvan. I re- uh, I got two of these already. Two, you I'm, got I'm, two. <laughs> yeah. Third? <laughs> third would be Faith No Vision More. Vision of Disorder. No, I, I've already played with Vision oh. of Disorder. I won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was, that's true. Um. So third would be Faith No More because then I could, I could set up while they're playing Epic and then I'll be good to go. Okay. That's a fair answer. I still want to do metal bands, though. Whatever, dude. Just let Japanese so, house open. Listen to Grambo complain the whole fucking time. Uh, Jarda. I would love to play with that band. All right. Uh, just because, yeah. And uh, I don't know, because it's a toss-up. There's this band, Admiral Angry, and they're fucking sick. Or Alicia. They're both like MySpace era deathcore bands, but like uh, Admiral Angry came out with this fucking... You've listened to Admiral Angry, right, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking insane. 
like I would love to play with that band. It would fit. So, it would fit together. But I don't know. I'd still rather see, see Japanese House over that with your band. <laughs> yeah, but like I can't headline over that. Dude, it's a masturbatory question. Like, it's your dream. Yes, but it's, it's not. It's, but like, it's the female or male you're head- choosing. I'd play my acoustic stuff with the Japanese house, all right? I'd play my emo music with her. That's what <laughs> I would do. Resistor gets to play with the heavy bands, and then my sad emo stuff that no one else gets to hear goes, and that's that's for the Japanese house. What if you play that set and the Japanese house just shits all over your music? Right that's after. She, she would. That's what she does. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd be completely okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, trying to think of something else like her. Um, there's this Copeland album tested that I've been listening to. Uh, oh yeah, Copeland. Chris, yeah. Chris Hecker put me onto it, um, and it's kind of like this indie lo-fi hip-hop thing. Uh, it's pretty solid. It's along the same lines, but not exactly the same. But there's there's a list of bands that like I love listening to like Japanese house and then going listen to like just you know then it goes to like a playlist of different artists and just picking up a bunch of artists and sound like that's what scrapes up Spotify really. Oh I'm yeah, to, I've uh, learned about so much shit because of that. Oh yeah, like I found oh, her. My, my friend Sarah showed me her, but then uh, I got back into it from uh, like I was listening to Image and Heat. And she came on right after Imogen, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like nothing I've heard before. Good. Yeah. All right, so I think we're going to run out of time. Cause... Yeah, no, because I'm not paying for this goddamn program that will remain nameless. Yeah. <laughs> um, Respect. Because everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Say it. Go check out Thracian.bandcamp.com. We are Resistor. Go check out Jab. Testa, I love you. You're my favorite root boy. Um, <laughs> roots. Thanks, thank buddy. Roots. Some baby. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I, it's really fun to be on here talking to you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, we, you will be back. I tell everyone they will be back by force. Um, hopefully we can do this in fucking person soon. I need to slam beers with friends like aggressively again, ASAP. But you know, you know when the first party is uh coming around, you guys are definitely gotta you guys are definitely on that list, of course. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Alright, boys. Yeah man, thanks again for having us. Jab casualty of reality, right? I didn't fuck that up. I'm not reading it. No, you did you did great. Nice, you got it. Wow, look at me, I'm a profesh. Alright, yeah, kisses. No yawn. No yawns. Wait, give me right, one guys, more one. Later. Later, guys.